Hello, 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 and welcome in to the Logical Love Podcast. I am your host and resident logical life coach, more into that cosmology than astrology. And on the Logical Love Podcast, we explore all things love because there's nothing else that could be more important than love. All those life changes, all that money, all the everything you do, all the winning. You know, you want to win, you want to gain because you want to support and care for the people you love. You know, there's love there, whether it's your whether it's your kid, whether it's your, you know, that romantic partner, whether it's whatever. Love is important, but sometimes we get confused because feelings are tricky, and that's why logical love is more than just feelings. So thank you very much for clicking in. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and give us a review. I would love an honest review. Let me know what you think, what you'd like to see more of, less of. We really appreciate that. And if you'd like to have a, carry this conversation over to Instagram, follow me, at lovelogician. You can also follow our uh, group account, at logical.love. Or hit the website, logical.love, no.com, just .love. Join the newsletter. But today, this episode is actually one I recorded several years ago. I, again, have been curious about these things on my journey of life coaching, and I met Samantha in an Uber, right? I was doing an Uber driving with a sign in the in the back of my car asking people if they wanted to make a podcast, and she said yes. And so this is a brief conversation we had with Samantha. We hit on meditation, relationships, cheating, and more, as when I met her, she was just coming to the end of an eight-year relationship after she realized her boyfriend was cheating. So we cover a lot in a little bit of time, and uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation. A couple times. So first off, anything you say and you want to have redacted, you could just say like, because we're all human, we we say stupid shit. Like I had a baby with a girl I didn't know when I was seventeen. We all slip into things. Yeah, okay? yeah. So anything you say, oh, take that out. You just let me know, and it will not be in there. Yeah. Second, the first person I asked ever was an attorney, and she said I need to get you guys saying that I'm allowed to use your, I'm allowed to record you. So Samantha, I'm recording you. Are you okay with that? Yes, I am. All right. I don't promise this to be exciting. But then... <laughs> oh, it's got to be exciting. You got to tell me like the deepest shit. Like, when was the time you felt the lowest in your life? Oh. <laughs> I don't even like to think of that. Okay. <laughs> she like, I don't want, that, that's weird. I don't, that's exactly right. Some people are all in different places. Right now you're getting ready to get on a plane. Yeah. Which is a very high time. I can tell you it's something that I just recently experienced that's been a change, a big change in my life. I dated someone for eight years. Okay. Lived in, dated him in college. Lived with him for four. Moved out here with him. And he ended up, like, cheating on me very recently. So, living with someone, sharing, like, 
a life with them for that long and then having like dogs and stuff to split up with has been like a very huge change in my life yeah you made me think of it because you were like when's your like worst time yeah that's like a very that's been a long time but honestly it's been kind of very positive because i didn't know that i was so like low and like depressed just in that relationship in general and it's been huge like really like oh eye opening like i've actually found myself again and like the person that i want what i would like to value so sometimes bad things can turn into positive that's awesome samantha well Everybody likes those shiny things, right? We like diamonds, but we forget it takes a lot of pressure to make those things. Yeah. And that's you. That's 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 a healthy way to look at that too. I mean, a lot of people, you know, I've coached people. You could hold on to that for yeah. thirty years, rest of your life, if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I've gone to therapy and stuff. I went when I was like dating that person, but because I was trying to find ways to like better the relationship, but. You gotta find out that it takes two people to, you know, be in a relationship, and if one tries and the other doesn't, it doesn't really mean it's gonna work out. Hey, cooperative and consensual. Yeah, exactly right. Oh, I work with because I do the. I mean, with couples, just different groups too. Because that's it. You're right. It's like no matter how bad. Well, fuck. This is the best way I can say it. Do you know what a Sega is? The little video game thing, Samantha. Oh yeah. There are no Sega controllers hanging out of people's assholes. Okay? <laughs> no, there aren't. <laughs> like, I got a 13-year-old. So I know the right thing for him to do. I know this would be so simple. Quit fucking around with these dumb fucks. Yeah. Hang on, you know? But you got to accept it. You can't, you can't do it for him. No, I totally agree with that. It's fucking hard to accept, though. That's super hard to accept. I don't know how I'll be as a parent, but I think I've put my parents through a lot in... Them trying to control everything kind of pushed me to be more rebellious. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a parent, so I can't like say anything because I don't even know how I would be. But I think, yeah, at the end of the day, you can try so hard, but they find ways. They find ways. Well, you're right. Even in other relationships, right? With your yeah. boyfriend, I'm sure, again, you obviously tried really hard to make it work. Yeah. Cheat on me, anyways. So and that's just a fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, I don't. I don't. But again, that that's that's healthy for you. Again, the obstacle is the way. It's like, yeah, it's eight years, but I guess maybe it's better, right, to find out after eight than to give it ten. Yeah, fifteen. Honestly, like I think that's what I needed. I was just now, like when you kind of know yourself and look internally and like see that you're like very loyal and you're. It was hard for me to accept that it wasn't. A healthy relationship and i think i kind of needed him to do something for me to be all done so i look at it it sucked to go through it was a lot of pain but i know that that was like the push that i needed to kind of move forward with my life so it's not like it, i don't like hate him or anything worry kind of be my piece of it i guess so what what's something you learned again? What's a, what's a something if you could tell? Obviously, you don't want to change anything because it made you who you are. You got a lot of growth from it, right? Yeah. But if someone like was going through the exact same thing as you and had that exact same relationship, what's some signs that maybe you would have watched out for to change sooner? Or was there anything that hinted? Well, this? yeah, I mean, I was in a really like toxic, codependent relationship, 
So I think I was like way too deep in it, but like, I mean, I am like a very curious, if someone's completely, I think relationships are both like give and take. So if somebody's always taking and someone's always giving, that's not going to. That's creepy. That's not a relationship. It's just like, no, it can always work out. So to make sure there's like balance and communication and like, if you feel like you're always talking in circles, I think that's something too. I would have like looked out for, I mean, red flags are red flags, but when you're in love, like you kind of ignore them because you think like they'll, they'll make you promises that they'll change. Words are great, but action should also meet up with that. It's true. So. We're like little, I had someone once told me it's like little puppies. Like if you think, but first off, if having sex felt like rubbing your genitals against sandpaper, the human race would be fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Okay. They would. So that's number one. Then number two, then there's all these other neurotransmitters and things like serotonin that we get when we have these bonds, you know what I mean? Over yeah. time. So it's hard to just let that thing down. Yeah, when it's something that's toxic. You you know it's toxic. And like you said, so you said some things you recognized you caught out was like that it was like you were kind of always giving and that you were talking in circles. Yeah, I mean, like when you're fighting with someone and it's not going anywhere, that's just like not, it feels like they're just trying to win instead of like Uh actually like talk to you and compromise and like hear what you have to say when they're just like waiting to say the next thing because they want to win in that conversation. It's just like, I mean, you're not going to go anywhere. It's just going to keep going in circles because you're trying to show like your side, but they don't have empathy towards like you. And I mean, you have to also be empathetic and be willing to consider their side as well. So I think like what I've decided for my future is like something that's important to me is like communication. And when you are communicating, like both being understanding and willing to compromise. Yeah. Well, that's good as you kind of see that. And also you're applying it to actually some, you're not whining. You're saying, hey, here's something I'm looking for going forward. That's awesome. Yeah. I've tried to have a lot of growth through this weird time. You know, you kind of, I was also a kid when I met him. I mean, I was 18, 27 now. Damn. Yeah. That's a, that's a, well, yeah. That's. So I grew up, we grew up like together. Yeah. Because he was only a year older than me. So that's just a lot of like, you change a lot. And so I think we were just kind of like staying together because that's what we were used to, but it didn't really like mean it felt right. Mm. Like you just kind of like the habit of it. Yeah. I mean, he felt like feeling to me. So I, in my, the story I tell myself, I guess, was like, he, he's my family. Like I should just never give up on this because I feel like he's family. Because I, in my, the story I tell myself, is like, you don't give up on your family. So, you know, there, I think there's a lot in that of people, like, you tell, you tell yourself the story that you're, like, what you think, but it doesn't mean it's always right. <laughs> That's it. Well, I think the simplest way, again, I help a lot of people, there's a lot of different things, you know, again, I've been 400 pounds, I've seen, you know, my son's brother be put in a coffin with hair, I, you know, I used to take the doctor's prescription, like Skittles. I've been depressed and angry most of my life. What I'm saying is this. The reason I say that is if you cut through all of those things and people I work with could be eating disorders, man, woman, it's never the things that bother us. It's the thoughts about the things, the stories, like you said. Yeah, it's the stories we tell ourselves. Exactly. And that's why it's a big thing like you, Samantha, you should give yourself some credit because like that story of growth, you know, that's making that happen in your life. 
Yeah. It sounds like you've done kind of some internal like reflection because you kind of mentioned like briefly you've been through some stuff and now you're like coaching people to help them through their turmoil. So how did you get to that point? Well, I mean, I mean, I got, I could, I could go like all abstract with it. We could talk philosophical stuff. My kid says it's funnier. He's like, it's funnier when you just make the jokes, Dad. Just say weirdest fucking Buddhist stuff. But yeah, I think that's a big thing. So like, I would say just simply would be like our right, meditation, you know? Um, and now I don't mean like kid doesn't have foo foo. It's not rubbing crystals, curing cancer. No, meditation is has a crazy healing power. I think. Yeah. To be able to get quiet with yourself. Really about how you feel is really hard. <clears throat> it's so hard to do, but it's so good for you because our mind is always going. Yes, we're not very present. That's it, and then that. So I think again, at the root of all things, is to really be be present with it, right? And just if you can, and again, it's not, but it's not just good stuff. It's like bad stuff. Like if my son's like crying or like hurting, so I need to be fully with that, yeah. right? No, oh. I totally. My friend and I were having a conversation and I was struggling with like how to deal with my ex because we share the dogs together and we were talking her and I can go like really deep and like talk about stuff be like I don't know we, we always her and I just always end up doing that and real fast airline oh uh, United and it's such yeah. one okay good job and she was like you need to like when you're with him like stop and take a moment about how you feel like are you upset? Are you frustrated? How does your body feel? Yep. And I started doing that. And I was like, it was like, I would get so, everything would tense up. And then I just would reflect on like, I don't want to feel like that. It's not fun for me. Why am I putting myself through that? And I think really like just being present in a lot of moments is like really key. Listening to your body. Mm. Helps you a lot. Yeah, I'm big. And so it's obviously all of those things, I mean, it's simple to say, but it's been years of that. Well, again, I had my, you know, I was young. So it's like that whole thing from, you know, basically the whole time you were with him, you know, so if it's 17, whatever, he's born, 18, and then, you know, she passed away, I think I was 28 or something. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hard. Well, it's a lot of like, so again, I I do it selfishly, honestly, Samantha, you know, I have a kid that's, you know, going to go through this ostensibly, and I want to make sure I give them the tools to do that. Yeah. And I think, like you said, a lot of that, that's kind of the root of it, like being able to sit with it, Mm -hmm. with yourself. Yeah. Think about how you feel, process it. Weird. Yeah, it is. It's so good. (laughs) We ignore it. There's like a lot of... Mm -hmm things you like feel comfortable in like it might be chaos it might be the sadness and kind of trying to decipher like where you're at yeah i but yeah it is it's well it's like i don't know now i do it like yeah so again i just got done like i'll do like yoga and i'll do meditation in a sauna yeah because i think i mean i'm not saying i would start that way no i do hot yoga like it's my job that's my favorite thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) seriously like the best like it's so insane how you feel after that so like feels so great it does and that's again also to take in ownership of again if we want to feel good we got to do the things to feel good you know it's not going to happen automatically that's so that well shit samantha you just gave me some motivation you're over (laughs) here 
<laughs> making big changes. Shrugging it off. Well, it. I, you know, I will say this. I went to my therapist two years ago, and I told her, like, I feel trapped. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm miserable. Like, don't convince me to get out of this relationship. I need help. And so, like, I think I've been doing okay. the work for a while. And that wasn't United back there. Was it's it? up here. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Sorry. So, no, you've been, well, again, and that's exactly right. No matter what challenge, what change, that's why I'm a coach. I, I'm always a guru. Yeah. I can give you some motivational shit, Samantha. That's going to last about 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's going to help you. But like you 